Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, uh, which is our opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. So, um, so looking at these markets, we had a, a, I suppose a bit of, bit of further progress made over the course of uh, of Friday. I suppose on a on a net basis, um, very individual opportunities to to try and uh, and focus your attentions on. Um, it'd be quite easy to be distracted about um, with with kind of non-moving markets as well. Um, now, there is one major news event, which um, we're only literally uh, 28, 29 hours away from, and that is um, US inflation numbers. Um, with all eyes, you know, firmly fixed on Wednesday's FOMC. So let's break this down for you. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of price action we get between now and tomorrow lunchtime. So um, without further ado, let's get straight into it. Then we'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Uh, please take a brief moment to realize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. And um, all profitable traders need to consider, of course, which markets to trade. Where do we then want to enter and exit these markets? Um, how do we manage risk? Hopefully, prior to entry, risk is something that hopefully you're not, you're not meddling with during the, the actual trade itself. Apart from mitigating risk, actually removing it uh, from the trade, which is absolutely fine. That's really what trade management is all about. And trade psychology, there is a kind of a strange psychology in these markets, and it has been for the majority this year. Um, as we've said many, many times, we've been uh, we've been three months away from a recession now for best part of two years so that has yet to kind of kick in uh, we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach um, uh, accurate with the levels we use of course disciplined with our capital and of course be patient as well um, okay so let's let's have a look at this market moving news so today there's nothing of, of kind of any major concern really um, it's a bank holiday in, in Australia um we've got ppi numbers in, in japan coming coming down uh, way below expectations again so that's kind of feeding to that deflationary outlook now there'll be a, a bond auction it's going to be interesting to see what the demand and of course what the interest rate is going to be on on a 10-year bond auction um we've raised the ceiling now so there's going to be uh, further rounds of uh, of bond auctions really to try and raise that capital so we'll see where the demand is for us uh, us dollars and treasury yields uh, okay so having a look at tuesday this is the this is the day of of it's judgment day really as to whether um i suppose prior to that tomorrow just very quickly for the uk we've got um, claimant count change so it's softening with this idea that um, and average earnings index, it's a kind of a quarterly figure. Um, it looks like it's increasing slightly under previous. So less people um, claiming uh, with with higher earnings uh, with a backdrop of and you see the annual. Well, this is the, this is the quarterly here per year, three month per year number. With inflation up at ten percent, so there's still uh, a bit to go. Um, okay, so this is the major news. Really, is tomorrow's um, inflation numbers, and it has the potential to be um, really quite significant. If headline month on month 
CPI comes down, um, showing lower growth. The headline rate jumps from 4.9 to 4.1. That is a kind of a good news um, for financial markets. And they're pretty much reflecting that good news already. Um, core CPI um, looks like it's still really quite sticky. So which is going to win out? Is the headline sort of improvement going to win out? Or are we going to be actually still be talking about this really concerning and sticky core CPI number uh, for the US economy? In which case the Fed might need to uh, push rates higher. If, if they both come down, core and CPI, then again, that would probably give um, a, a further green light to equity markets to continue to push higher. But we're, we're at a pivotal stage. There's a lot of talk about the Fed actually um, uh, adopting uh, a hawkish skip is what they're actually referring to it now. So um, it looks like they'll pause this month and then perhaps next month they'll actually raise rates. That, that's, I think, what's currently being priced in. So, and then, of course, on, on, on Wednesday, we'll have core PPI. This is producer price. This is input costs. And they look to be coming down as well, marginally. And um, it's all really, it's all on the um, FOMC on Wednesday evening. So really worth, uh, this is, could be a bit of a, a game changer, depending on what, what the Fed do and, and, how they, and how they communicate that as well. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's get up the charts. Just one more thing to just be mindful of, which throws a bit of a spanner in the spokes, is that we're seeing some, some bearish risk creeping through the equity, um, the indice, sorry, the, uh, the bond markets yet again. So with bond yields continuing to, to, to rise really quite aggressively again now, we're up at 4.6. So we had a peak of 5.06, I think it was. Um, so we're, we're really not too far away from that. And, and that just implies a bit near-term risk uh, for the equity markets. Now, here's the thing. These equity markets are showing no sign of that near-term risk. So they're just trading through it. Um, there's a lot of talk about retail traders now jumping into this trade, which was predominantly um, had a very, very narrow um, but maybe that breath is beginning to unwind. Because uh, uh, you might have elements of fear over the last six months, and now that seems to be switching to greed, and that's when we would probably ordinarily be a little bit more concerned. Um, looking at the US indices then, trying to break this down, we've got a we kind of have to have a risk on view. Um, now, the problem is we kind of look for high probability trades and um, with tomorrow's inflation numbers. And uh, if they are broadly positive, we'd probably see another sharp move to the upside. Um, so a bit of positivity across the equity space, as you can see. Um, and, and a bit of further downside with all the bad news in, in these um, cryptocurrencies is uh, it's a bit of weight on, on the cryptocurrency side of things. Looking at commodities, you know, where we at, we're kind of 
edging further lower. Really, that's kind of all we're doing. If you look at US oil, that's a bit of a surprise from the beginning of last week when we gapped higher. We would expect, you know, certainly prices to push higher a little bit. So now it's back to OPEC to see, right, well, they were expecting a particular outcome which 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 hasn't stuck. And it now is is continuing to look a little bit more bearish. And we do have this um, global growth uh, concern and slowing uh, Chinese economy. Um, okay, so that would uh, fundamentally impact demand. So we're, we're in a long term sideways pattern since uh, mid May, um, as far as gold is concerned. Um, and it's, it's going to be an interesting move from gold because if there's kind of further fear and anxiety you know and the market look, might continue to be out of step that we might see an upside move if the sentiment starts to shift to actually a really positive outlook and equities start sticking higher then it might mean you know further downside for for gold so as always we want to try and and um identify high probability trades we'll have a look at the yen in just a second just a quick look at a dollar friday was effectively a retracement of, of thursday's very very bullish move our bullish move for the for the um for the euro and definitely the dollar as you can see we actually saw a bit of continuation on friday as well so um we still have a bit of a, a bullish view um we've got our stop loss below friday's low and we've got to take profit up at these previous highs so um hopefully we'll get a further leg in the pound dollar so elsewhere it, it, you know the dollar definitely has some some issues and concerns that we mentioned at the yen so a bit of weakness against the dollar but that could easily turn and roll over to the downside so so where we at with these uh, yen pairs they just seem to be the markets that keep on giving um, the, the decision making is a lot more difficult in the euro yen than it is in the pound yen. A lot of positivity around the pound and, and the the, uh, the UK economy, you know, moving into this. Uh, I don't think GDP is going to be as bad as perhaps they, they thought. So it's feeding into that little global op optimism um, that's beginning to feed through. Uh, so elsewhere, the, the dollar. Well, the one thing we do have, and it's, it's just um, stepping back, is that we've got quite messy price action, and um, uh, and we must acknowledge that that's the case. Uh, the dollar CAD, it's still showing. We've got strong support down at these lows, so we said below the one thirty three would be a decent sell trade, and um, we're just struggling to to get there just yet. So a little bit more to see. So the reason why these are sort of difficult trades is because we've been in like a, a two-week pullback now um, in the Aussie dollar um, with the overall momentum more recently to the downside. So will that dollar begin to strengthen up at these highs? Does an awful lot of resistance at just slightly higher levels around the 67, 6800 level? That's a strong level of resistance. So we're just below that as we speak. So when we get these little breakouts and then we we get the the pullback and that pullback just continues to just tick higher and higher and higher we'd probably expect a bit of short-term upside um and tomorrow's firstly um inflation numbers 
prior to the FOMC on Wednesday are likely to be significant game changers. Um, decent move on Friday to the downside for the pound. Um, so we're left with uh, I suppose we could we can continue to have that kind of risk on risk on view. Um, so we go we go ahead and do that. We'll have that risk on view of these markets, um, risk on choppy markets, risk on market conditions. Yeah, it's you see we can look at. Um, some potential buying opportunities across the indice markets. Um, we're just going to err on the side of caution, uh, just largely due to um, uh, tomorrow's inflation numbers and FOMC on Wednesday. And, and if the if the FOMC come out and, and surprise to the upside with a bit of a rate hike, it's not really penciled in at the minute. But if they did, then that would probably we probably see a, a big corrective move um so we've got to be careful with these markets at the minute so those yen pairs there is a buy in the pound yen um we had a bit of a rejection in the euro yen so Right, I think it's uh, probably fair to say Okay, so just to break this down for you, and I'll post this into the chat box. <clears throat> so our trade plan today is, is based around this kind of mild risk on. There is elements of concern if you look at bond markets, for example, but um, these markets seem to be looking through those really quite significantly. Sorry, guys, I've got the screen. Okay, that's a bit better. Okay, I lost the screen there for a little while. I don't know how long that was um, that was a problem for. So, um, so yeah, currently up on screen, you'll be able to see today's trade plan. We do have mild risk on market conditions, so we can basically look for potential further dollar weakness. 
Um, just short term there in brackets and uh, potential further US indice. Oh, sorry, that should have said strength. So short term. So what we're talking about is US indices higher and the dollar lower. Uh, but do please be mindful of US inflation and FOMC news events um, over the next two days are major market moving events. Um, please note trade frequency and trade size is lower than normal due to these. Um, Mixed and choppy market conditions. Okay, so let me repost that then then for you guys. Yep, and we'll switch rooms now. So um, we'll be on that note, guys. We'll um, let me just put this back up up on the screen. Okay, there we go. So that's our trade plan currently up on screen. Uh, we just posted it into the chat box, guys. So um, on that note, the the, the narratives, um, I suppose there's this sort of drive on positive economic data. And if the Fed start to uh, to drive that particular narrative, we'd probably see a risk on indices higher, dollar lower type trade. And now what's causing, putting me a bit of a spanner in the spokes is, is the... Uh, US bond yields, um, they're not really playing ball. So they, for now, are looking really quite bullish. And uh, commodities, they're in this, there's a bit of a downside move, really, more than anything um, across the commodities, gold and oil, as things currently stand. So on that note, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box. And just to let you know, we trade these markets fully live and interactive from 8 a.m. every morning and again at 12.45 a.m. Uh, p.m. and these are all UK times. For more information, just go to livetrading.com and we look forward to seeing you next time. Great stuff, guys. On that note, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye for now.